Did you move my truck? Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve Summers. And I'm Ian Boyce, and we are here in the studio. And we are having some guests today. We've got uh, Shane Noss. Hey, fellas. Thank you. Thanks for and having me. And we have Matt Hayes. Howdy. Matt Pitchers. Matt's Pitchers himself. Yep. Himself. Live and in person. Yeah. Yep. So... It's episode five. Episode five. We've Already. made it a couple in, couple in the, couple in the That's not bad. tank, yeah. I guess. I just yeah. want to say thanks for letting me in on the ground floor of this podcast, even though, uh, you know, I'm not a super big proponent for the off-road world. I have my moments, but uh, I do appreciate <laughs> we this. We got some good off-road. stories. Right. We're going to talk about oh, some yeah. good stories, though. Yeah. We these, got a lot of good times coming. These two guys may not have off-road rigs, but these two guys are like, they're always ride there. or die. Yep, they're like, always oh, we're there. Oh, well, so are we here. you gotta see it for me right and uh this little backstory like you guys are both part of the you know we've met we kind of talked about that in my intro episode a little bit about how we started the whole badlands off-road over uh going over in attica indiana with the badlands um you guys were with the whole fsc midwest crew yeah Um, oh geez yep back in the day um so that's how we kind of all met we kind of all met with that and it's kind of evolved into you guys usually show up and do some wheeling trips. Um, I'll have to post a picture of the boot again because that was the Matt's boot. boot. The boot, the oh, burning the boot, boot. The fire. That is yeah. Matt's boot. That is live. We yeah. have the, the you boot put that owner on, today. You put it on the story the day of the launch? I'll do that. It's yep. published? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because we've already got it in the Because it's podcast. already posted. Yeah, it was posted back in the earlier podcast, but that's Matt's boot. It Matt. was a sad time for that He's boot. still upset about it. He's got a nice set of replacement boots on right now. And he's still upset about it. Is he? Yeah, who yeah. burns a who, boot? Who burnt the boot? So wait, were these boots you were like actually using still? I was wearing them oh. until I wasn't. <laughs> I, thought, I thought like something was wrong with the boot, and that's why he's burned it. I think what actually happened... Get in there. So Derek, who was on episode <laughs> three, I used to park my truck in front of his apartment in college. And I had my two steel toes in the bed of the truck. And I came out one day, and I was missing a steel toe. So... We go to the Badlands. This is in March of 2010. It was probably one of the first trips everybody went over on. And the day had winded down. Everybody got done wheeling, sitting around by a fire. And somebody, who honestly I don't know, I don't know if Shane was there. Somebody probably came up with the idea, but like nobody's going to yeah. turn it down. I was at the uh, <laughs> yeah. To I'm sorry. Boot? I was there, but I was so blacked out drunk, I don't remember anything. Good. Well, it might have been you then. But uh, somebody <laughs> strolled over to the back of my, my pickup. I had a half-ton GMT 400 two-wheel drive just parked in the parking lot at the campsite. And they came back with a boot and threw it in the fire. Now, I didn't see all this happen until I realized that my boot was no longer in the back of my truck. And it was on fire. <laughs> it was like really on fire. It wasn't, like, it wasn't singed. That that boot was fucking burnt at this on point. Flambe. And, he, and yeah. he's like, and "Fuego, oh, that's Fuego. my that's my boot. That is my holy what the oh." At this point, it's done. At this point, the boot is fucked. It's it's all that is gone. Oh, Didn't man. have the other one anyway, so I don't know why you're so upset. This is about before it. my time. I wasn't around for that. Oh God, it I was, was like great. twenty beers deep in like a span of an hour and twenty minutes. So. I, I don't remember. He didn't, know, didn't, he didn't know shit about the boot. Mike didn't know Nothing. we were racing, but I, I was definitely <laughs> beating him. It was whoever finished their half of the 30-pack first, he had to refund the other guy that half of the 30. But I don't think Mike was fully aware because I was like 20 deep, and then he was like, I think I remember at like 
beer 16. Okay, so you already beat me, so you don't have to keep drinking. And then as I was downing number, like, 18 or 19, I was like, hmm, I'm starting to feel this. I'm like, oh, boy. I set the beer down, and I walked a couple campsites down, and then I remember waking up probably three times to people patting me on the back, and then finally going to bed at, like, 5 in the morning. I remember you were on the picnic table a couple sites down, and we had, like, it was almost like a rotation, like, drink beer, get beer, check on Shane. Drink beer, get beer, check on Shane. It was a rotation <laughs> of, hey, go make sure he's not dead. No, he's just sleeping on the picnic table. It's yeah, good. that next morning I was like, man, you guys are ignorant. You didn't even come and check on me. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. A lot. He just didn't know. <laughs> so that kind of, speaking of beer, yeah. what are we drinking today? Ooh, I've uh, got some Founders. And it is the highly acclaimed KBS, a flavored stout espresso. Founders I'm, Brewing I'm, Company. I'm literally reading the bottle. We know. <laughs> that's fine. The, the, but that's what it is. It's KBS, it's KBS espresso, and it is fantastic. 12%. Is it barrel aged? Yes. Yeah, of course, of course it is. I was like, I don't see it on there, but yes, it's up in the corner. Yep. 12%. What, what's it barrel aged in, does it say? Bourbon uh, barrels. Bourbon. Bourbon. Bourbon barrels. And then the espresso, uh, it's a slight variation of the regular KBS, but they uh, throw a little espresso on it after it comes out of the barrels. So they literally so it's got extra. That's so why it's you coffee get a definite coffee. coffee. Yep. Well, yeah, sounds it, good to me. I love it coffee. Is good. As I love of coffee flavor. It. It's yeah, I'm not a super big like craft beer fan, but this is pretty good. And yeah, I can actually taste like... You get that barrel flavor. It's not like overpowering or something that kind of off-putting, but it wait, it's pretty good. And I don't do beer. You're not a craft beer fan. No, I mean Why I don't drink here? much. Our vetting process wait, is not. On, yeah, you yet. guys didn't do your doesn't research on four, me before. Has a four-wheel drive, but it's lowered. Doesn't do off-road and doesn't like. I don't, I don't see how you. It's not that I don't here. do off-road. It's just that I don't personally do the off-road. I go and do the off-road. It's a good thing you got a beautiful face. Otherwise, you'd be out. Right. The yeah. audience can't see, but I have a glorious beard. <laughs> he beard. has got oh. the face for TV. Why oh, are you yeah. on a podcast? I don't know. That's why yeah, we do right. a podcast because we're well, not that's why I'm here. This TV. is the jumping off point. You guys are going to start yes. your own podcast yep. and video series. If he was in the sports, yep. he could be a sportscaster in a yep. heartbeat. You're mm-hmm. going to launch our YouTube page into yeah, new let's do that. horizons. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, but no, this beer is bottled on 11 14, 2019, so it's pretty damn fresh. I don't know when it came 14. out, but it says bottled on 11 14, 19. Yeah, it's not not too bad. Was it a month and some change? No, yeah. almost not quite two months. Pretty well, good. If that was a Bud Light, that'd be in the garbage. Yep. Well, past its expiration. Whoever bought a Bud Light is kicked out of the podcast. That is, uh, you cannot drink beer, but if you drink Bud Light, I just I just remember being uh, when we we're like 21, 22, like younger days, and drinking Bud Light at the bar and stuff like that. Everybody like looking underneath their can or their bottle, like, when was this bought? Oh man, God, it was canned five days ago. Yeah, let's so be serious it's though. Best. If they were seeing that and it said it was bottled canned. a year ago, they're still like, man, that's upsetting. Keep on drinking. It's still yeah. Yeah. It was garbage when it got in the can. It's no one, still garbage. No one threw their Bud Light away because it was like six days old. You yeah, got, no, no, you drank no, that no, shit. No, 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 yeah, at all. But like that was the thing. Like everybody yeah. read, like, how old is this? Like, they didn't. Didn't uh, wasn't Anheuser Busch the one that did the like freshness date where you could like it was like an app on your phone or you oh, could really? scan it or something QR like that. Code or yeah. something. What? See when your beer know. was born, your born on date or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, I will say, I don't like. I used to drink Bud Light like exclusively. Uh huh. And then you saw the light. I didn't see the light. Ew. I actually switched off of beer and switched to wine. <sighs> I don't do I wine. I love dry reds. That smokiness, and, which leads into why I love barrel aged beer so much because I just love that, I don't know, that heavy flavor. Hmm. So I did that. And then you 
ruined my life and introduced me to craft beer with Mike So Funny. Well, we I do remember one of the first times we took you to Benny's on like a craft beer run. Yeah. And there was, was a like, shopping cart, like a oh shopping God. cart of craft beer. Like there wasn't, uh, I, I don't even know how to explain that other than to turn it emphasize down. again, it was a shopping cart Literally. of craft beer. Not a shopping cart of like 30 racks of bush light craft, craft beer. Full. And I believe it might not have been the first time. Was that when your driver's license was expired? <laughs> and then we're standing in the checkout at Benny's with a shopping cart of craft <laughs> beer. And we go... Uh, so who's going to buy this for me? And it's like, that? It was I bought it for you, you and you paid me back for it. It was $80 in craft beer. But they didn't sell it because they couldn't sell it to you because your ID was expired yeah. by like a day. And you're like, oh, by the way, So you had like 60 job. beers? Yeah. Or 20 yeah. beers? How, how, how many beers do you get for 80 bucks? Five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> craft well, beer. Yeah. Like, Ian just spent $20 on four beers. Yep. Yeah. The catch it's is. For but, 80, you get five. But really, 12% <laughs> is what? Is that six Bud Lights? Five Probably. and a half? Three. It's it's not ounces per dollar, it's flavors per dollar. Smiles per gallon. No, no, none of those. Well, the other thing with Steve, though, you know, he really has a problem just easing into things, you know. It's it's never, well, let me just try this one thing and see what happens. It's, well, I went off-road in a ditch one time, and now I'm going (laughs) to put tons under my Cherokee. The problem is with beer... It's not just beer. Like, you can go with a barrel age. You can go with the IPA. There's yeah. so many different routes you can take, and you want to explore all the paths well, of beer. I describe it as soda. It's the same as buying, like, pop. Like, you have all the flavors. It's not just lager, 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 and lager. Yep. It's, it, it's, unbe- like, it's, I just, you know, there's, a, there's tons of it. You can do whatever you want. Porters, stouts, IPAs. Mood dependence. That's a problem. Like, I'm in, like, mm, I'm feeling ales. this today. Like yep. It's just, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely mood dependent. Yeah. Mood dependent. Uh, climate weather, dependent. Climate dependent, big time. Yeah. Some days I'm just like, mm, I need an IPA because it's hot. Yep. And I need something to drink. I got, I keep Miller in my, I keep Miller Light in my fridge because some days I just need to drink something. I've got a second beer fridge. I've got a one glass front beer <laughs> fridge that's all <laughs> lined out. Like I spit every label is turned the right way. Oh, and man. then I have another beer fridge that is covered in off road stickers. We're and actually, the bush light goes in there. One, once we get to like 10 or 12 podcasts, and it's actually a real thing. We're going to, like, cut a hole in the wall here, French the beer fridge into the wall. Yep. There you go. Uh, I thought you were going to say you have Catherine, a viewing window. That Catherine way, was when on Catherine board, comes he was like, mm. Yeah, it's bad when your like, wife's like, cut, up. A, cut a hole in the wall and put the fridge there. <laughs> she's got plans for where the fridge is, is what that means. Oh, yeah. She's going right. to buy she's something to fit there. Yeah. Nice. She's got a hutch in mind. She's, she's, got, she's doing something out there. Because why else would she say cut a hole? Your wife does not give you the green light to cut a hole in the wall of your house. Unless no. she's I'll awesome. She's, she's got a good plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give her credit. She is very good, but I don't know. I don't. Is there... I don't know. It's almost like too good to be true that your wife is telling you to cut a hole in the wall of for your the beer house. Fridge. For she the beer came fridge. up with the idea. And she's like, "You guys I, should put the beer fridge in the in the uh, podcast room. That way, you have all your beers right there." Yep. I was like, "I'm not sure why this hasn't should, happened yet." We should put it. In the, we should put it in the wall. And Ian's like, "No." And she's like, "That's not a bad idea." I'm yeah. like, oh. I gotta let the paint, <laughs> we gotta let the paint dry on the walls before we, before cut, we cut the wall out. Okay. Yeah, you might yeah. have done this in the well, wrong order. Because here's the thing: if we do everything at once. Then Ian can't keep changing the studio every episode. Yep. Right. So those of you listening, Ian has this problem. I know we're only Problem-o- five episodes problems. in. Problems. But one of the problems is that every episode, the studio has changed. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean... Five a, remodels and five I don't episodes? mean a little bit. I mean a lot. Yep. <laughs> new tables, new mics, yeah. new everything. Now, I think once we get the rest of the stuff to finish the table that we've got now, this should be done for a little while. Okay. 
Until we cut a hole in the wall for the beer fridge. Oh, yeah. I will. I'm, exci- I'm kind of excited about that. I don't know. This room looks badass. It looks better when we take selfies in here now. I was thinking right. about it. I was thinking about the other night when I left, and you had the shelves up on the ceiling, and I'm like, I don't know if that looks that good. And I walk back in with all the stuff on it. I'm like, that's amazing. She picked out all the colors. She nailed it. Yep. That's why we keep her around. You should dub some of your recordings for the uh, the podcast and have a video. And then if people wanted to watch the uh, the video of the podcast, maybe see some Ooh. more shenanigans in studio, oh, then they man. could see how awesome the room actually is. Yep. If you guys want to go watch our four-hour YouTube episode... Yeah. <laughs> the outtakes are worth it. That's the best part. That's the outtakes are worth it. I want to apologize to yeah. all grandmothers, yep. parents, <laughs> dinosaurs, Anyone children. who's easily offended, like, not even that easily offended, like, be prepared. Yeah. We need to, <laughs> we have like, morals and standards need not like watch. To, we'd like to preface, preface this with. <laughs> yeah. If you like grab ass from grown ass men, you definitely need to watch this. <laughs> it's right up here, Alan. Uh, we didn't record it this time. Sorry. But we will. We, we could start doing that. We, that's kind of a neat little yeah, idea. It's an option. Yeah. Yep. If you want to run the YouTube channel, that's fine. I did, yep. The editing. So much work. I'm just, I don't know how to do it. We'll get there. Yeah, it might happen. So, all right. On to the main, <laughs> the main stuff. We're going to talk a little bit, uh, just kind of start it off. It doesn't really do a whole lot, per se, with <laughs> off-roading. Um, yeah. But it's very interesting to me. Oh, um, yeah. It's kind of neat to tell people kind of what you do, Shane. Um, He's a good storyteller, too. And and I mean, I, try. I don't like to put too much pressure on a podium, if that makes <laughs> sense. But like, oh, you're the best you in the world. You want me to the full intro? We'll get to it. I'll give okay. you the full intro. I'll give you the little <laughs> finger gun and you just send it. Um, but it's neat knowing someone who is so particular in what they do. And I would say is towards the top of, of the spectrum as far as quality. You know, it's not like some dude doing stuff in the back, you know, parking oh, no. out of a rinky-dink place or something so um <laughs> on hundays so now right i'm gonna i'm Which gonna is f- funny because that's where i came from i started hey, detailing in look, look at us look at us now where we're right. at you know so uh we're on episode five spot. um <laughs> so i'm gonna finger gun steve with the he's got an awesome intro it? and then we're gonna go and talk a little bit about what you do and then we're gonna go into some stories yeah Finger gun. Finger gun. I gotta say it because nobody sees it. That's why you need to have live streams yeah. and dub the content. Oh, yeah. I just... I'd watch. You guys ready? I would, wa- I would watch it myself. In the studio with us today is motherfucking Shane Noss, the one of the best PPF guys in STL. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to sound too arrogant, but there's no. a reason, you know, we get a lot of higher-end clients as... Um, if I'm working on someone else's car, it's not just like another job. You want to make sure that it's up to your standards because everyone's going to want to nitpick. And even your critics and people who know you or don't don't like you, you know, they're like, oh, well, let me look over this job. You know, when you don't leave anyone anything to say bad about you, that's when you know you're doing it right. That's how I feel about my polishing. Yep. Right. And everybody's like, well, you're, you're holding too high of a standard. You, you know, no. you just need to make your customer happy. Like, that's all good until the next polisher comes up and looks at it. I want to be right. happy. Yep. Yeah. I want I want the next polisher to walk up and be like, damn, that's impressive. Especially when, when you're putting your name on it. I mean, you're yeah. taking pride in your work and you're putting your name on it. And you're saying, I'm putting out the best that I can do. Maybe it's not the best, but it's the best you can do. That's right. the key. When your haters have nothing to say bad about you other than they just don't like you. That's that's you've the done best way right. to yeah it's yep. the best way to silence your yep. critics. So uh, so what is PPF? Kind of give us a little backstory on what that is and explain exactly what it is and 
Oh, a uh, pecker protection film? Pecker protection film. <laughs> yeah. That would have uh, been good in the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what we mean by grandmas need not listen. Uh, it would have been great. We might do some spoof of it here sometime. Yeah, we should. Towards the end. Towards yeah. the end. No, uh, pain protection film, clear bra. Uh, I have everyone, you know, guys at the dealerships call it, you know, that shit, that plastic shit you put on the front of the cars. I mean, hey, you know, because, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't offend yeah. someone whose whole career yeah. and whole, like, you know, life kind of revolves around putting quote-unquote plastic, plastic shit, shit on the yep. front of a car like <laughs> i'm sorry you just uh stand at a desk and type in people's information and have actual mechanics work on people's shit i don't tell the service writers that but you know yeah uh <laughs> so maybe uh i don't know i'm just taking it too hard but shane would also like to apologize to all service writers listening to the podcast <laughs> yeah no i i have a lot of my friends are service writers <laughs> no, i'm just not trying to we know yeah. enough of them hell but you, be don't, you don't go but, degrade them like that right yeah. and, you know and that's but anyway yeah so well they don't know what it is they, you know they gotta come up with something to tell you and you're like yep i know what you're talking about and it's that stuff you don't have to be an ass at about it though like you <laughs> right. just say, but like, a lot of those service writers know you know, those guys work an insane amount of hours like oh yeah people don't understand but you know, anyway, they're stressed. I'm not going to hold them too high. Pretty easygoing guys, so <clears throat> not going to be too mad about it. But, yeah, paint protection film, just clear polyurethane film. Put it on the front of cars. Put it on whole cars. Any painted surface, uh, it's there to protect from rock chips, scratches. It's uh, kind of want you want to preserve your vehicle. Uh, wrap the front end. It's kind of the main part that most everyone gets. Do the front end, full hood, fenders, bumper, mirrors. We wrap everything, all the edges. Kind of in layman's terms, I like to tell people it's kind of like a clear vinyl wrap. Uh, and it's just there to protect your investment. You know, you're going to, the money you spend on doing the uh, the film, you're going to get that back when you S- trade the car in. So something yeah. that I always think kind of neat, because um, I like give, you know, oh, my buddy that does this, that, and the other, and you kind of try to give them cliff notes of like what you do. Mm-hmm. Um and they're like, I'm like, oh, yeah, he works on all kinds of, like, high-end stuff, like, <laughs> shit that, like, if I would see it, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. And I think that's one of the funniest things that I can say is over the years, everybody's asked, what's your coolest car you've ever worked on? And you're like, that question. dude, hate and that I, question. Love it. I love it every time somebody asks you, you get so mad because you're like, it's not the, like, couple hundred thousand dollar sports cars you would think. And I think that's so, I think that plays to who you are, and I think it's kind of neat. Well, it's, that it's not even like, oh, my God, I worked on this, like, $300,000 car today. So I had this conversation with uh, a friend of mine who runs a really big uh, body shop in St. Louis. And <laughs> it was funny. Uh, his, well, him and his wife run the body shop. And me and him are staying in the shop. And we're, uh, we're, we're pretty much talking shit on a super clean, low-mileage version of a Lamborghini Murcielago. And it is just firecracker red. And it's a really good-looking car. But, you know, there's certain... Areas where it's like, you know, we were just ragging on this car. And uh, <laughs> the guy at the body shop was like, oh, man, it's just like a glorified Ford. You got this and that. Oh, and uh, I'm like, man. his wife's like, you guys are so jaded. You're so horrible. I'm like, we look at each other like, yeah, I guess we are. Jaded. You know, <laughs> Scott's the one who owns a body shop. And he's got, you know, blown 440 in his Cuda, like blower out the hood. Big old slicks on the back. It's snot green. He's got a ton snot of cool cars. Green. Bunch green. of Harleys, <laughs> sport, you know, choppers. It's he he has it all. And uh, you know, I, I'm not, I don't have it like that. But it is true. You work with some of these higher ends, these high end cars and stuff, and you get to a point where it's like they're not necessarily like 
I don't want to. I don't want to sound rude because it's they're still special, and I still you know treat them like they are special because our customers, without your customers, I mean, who without the support of your customers and them thinking that you know you do treat their cars like you would treat your own. I mean, you don't have anything if you no. your customers don't believe in you. So uh, I do treat everything, you know, like it's mine. You respect it. I right. think that's what it is. You respect what it is, but it's you. I mean, I don't get as excited dick, about you see the same thing every day. I mean, you see high end awesome yep. ass to me is like, oh, my God, that car is so badass. But I mean, when you work on that all the time. Right. Like Porsche GT3, for example, I've done so like probably hundreds. Yep. And so it's a point where. Everyone's like, oh, man, this car is so awesome. And I will say this, driving the cars and, like, when our customers do let us take them to shows or, you know, they have track days, that's when you really enjoy yeah, the car. you like, need to enjoy the car. And yeah. I love what I do for a living, like, installing and especially doing cars that you don't get all the time that don't have patterns. Uh, Expel makes all of our film that we use in the house. And personal opinion, everyone has their own opinion on the brands, but... They were kind of the innovators on self-healing technology. The customer service and like my reps there are kind of what have kept me. Uh, I've had my ups and downs in industry, but if it wasn't for how awesome the reps were, wouldn't be here. So shout out to them. But they're they have a software, and when you get newer cars, you go in, you select your software, what kind of car, what trim level, what year, and pretty much narrows it down to what you need. Uh, the installer, you know, there's. The patterns are never exactly perfect, but they pretty get pretty damn close. They have the best software in the industry, but you still have to use your skill to get it on there. There's so many different. I mean, I could talk forever about the different variables of how you know whatever installing it, but it's uh, you know, that question where oh, what's the coolest car you worked on? I usually tell people, what do you like? Like what? Yeah. What genre of the yeah. car yeah. industry do you like? What would you like to work on? You know, right? Like you, you pick you pick your folder of your favorite car. What's your favorite car? Oh, I like uh, Lamborghinis. Okay, uh, which one of the Lamborghinis was the coolest? Right, you have to go through. <laughs> yeah, so Lamborghinis. I've done. I've probably and I'll go out on a limb and say this in in Missouri or in the Midwest. I'd put money mm-hmm. on that. I've done more uh, Lamborghini SVJs than anyone in the Midwest. Uh, I've done four full body wraps on uh, the SVJs. We had a gray one. We did a stealth wrap on, changed it to a matte gray, mm. powder coated the wheels and everything. Dude, we did a s- that that stealth wrap. I saw it on that blue. Was it Audi? That mm-hmm. dark yeah, midnight, midnight, midnight blue. Midnight metallic blue. Oh my god! On and, Eric's they did, Audi. and then they did the stealth on top of it. Is that gorgeous? Like, and why would you ever do matte paint when that's even an option? Oh yeah, for the money you're spending, oh, it, messed, it, messed up my matte paint. I have to go get the whole car repainted. Yeah, the messed entire up, car. Messed up my matte PPF. Just take it back to the guy. Yeah, Fixes right. that one spot done. Can you self heal that, or does it shine out? No, well, you can't. So the film will self heal on its own from like slight scratches and stuff. But yeah, if you try and polish on the stealth, it'll put a gloss in it. and You'll have to replace that panel. But yeah, but still, this just one yeah, part, you just replace the panel. You yeah. don't have to repaint the whole car. And you get correct. Done, and, and if you, you get, get an accident, they just pull off the panel and then the pull off the blend panel and then they can paint it all back to factory color and then you just put the stuff back on and then when you want to sell it if that customer doesn't like it they just take it off it yeah. opens up your market if you want yeah. to resell yeah. your That's car too thing. I, I think it's awesome and it protects the paint the entire time you own it yep right yep. it's so badass cool so check it out call PBS your local reps Right. Call your look reps. That's right. So we, we've got you on here, not just to talk about PPF and stuff. We just kind of, I think it's a neat backstory. It um, it's a very interesting line of work. 
I mean, sorry, listeners, if we drug yeah. on a little bit with that. It's I mean, just, it's just passionate me. about something. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cool technology. It is, and the more you learn about it, the more it's mind blown. But uh, so we do have here on the old notes page, we've got some stuff that uh, we need to talk about that does relate back to the old off road world. Right. Yeah. Back in the uh, early two thousands. Oh boy, That's right. a couple days back, right? <laughs> So tell us a little bit about when we, so let's start this off easy, I guess. Let's start it off. We talked about earlier in the show um, how we all kind of met with the old full-size Chevy uh, meets and we start going um, to meets and whatnot. The uh, first time you ever showed up to one of those, what were you 2010? in? 2010. Yep. Uh, 1994 Chevy Blazer, two-door uh Full-size, none of this S10 junk. Sorry yep. for those 10 yep. guys. Sorry, uh, don't want to offend you, but... Right, I mean, if your shit's solid axle swap on tons or something, we yeah, will that's ex- dope. We will accept you. Right, but yep. uh, no, full-size Blazer, uh, kind of basic stuff. It had block, crank, all the basic stuff that everybody does when they have... Body lifts and 33s. Right, well, yeah, we would have done yeah, a body boy. lift, aside yep. from we broke two body mine bolts the first time we attempted it. I'm like, okay, we're done. We're done beer. with that. We're done right? with that, yep. So was that, what in the list of... Blazers, there's numbers. We have numbered blazers here on the show notes. Which mm-hmm. which one was that? Uh, that was the first one. I've okay. had two, and I had one Tahoe. All all red, all two doors. I see. Uh, I see a trend here. There's yeah, a trend. Yeah. Right, and then after that, I fucked up and started buying all black vehicles. Um, I, I'm with you on the black vehicle thing, so I get it. Yeah, it sucks. I'm, yep, it's horrible. I mean, I had two. I don't have any more, so that proves your point, I guess. Right, exactly. Uh, but you keep buying them. I don't know why I keep buying them. I keep doing. Oh, I love them. So that's, that's the first one you showed up with, and then where'd we go in your life of blazers? Uh, well, the first one I think I had before that, uh, before we met up, and then the second one I bought, one owner, old lady driven, and this is like, I know everyone claims, oh god, a one owner, you know, the old lady, blah blah blah, only drove it to church. Honest to God, the guy that I bought it from, I was dealing with, he said, this is my wife's truck. I bought her a brand new Yukon. She has not driven it in like six months. They've had it for like seven or eight. She wants, she likes the Blazer. He's like, I need to sell it so she can drive the brand new vehicle I'm paying on. Yep. She literally drove it to play bridge, church, grocery store, and then, you know, maybe the occasional other trip to do whatever. But I got it with 99,000 miles on it in like 07. And... It was blatantly obvious that she only drove it short trips because as soon as I started driving at long distances, it was like intake gasket, yeah, uh, all new hoses, <laughs> everything leak, needed leak, to be everything gone through. Leaks. Yeah, so but that truck was cherry. It was shiny, no rust, no oxidation. We'll be throwing it some pictures because we were checking out some pictures before we started this. Yeah, and, reminiscing. And there was some neat old pictures that uh, you either kind of forgot about or we or we hadn't seen before. That were pretty neat. <laughs> forgot so, about for sure. So wanted to forget about a couple maybe. Maybe there's an awkward <laughs> stage from where you go from like super clean stock to like, I don't know, you teenager with braces and pimples. It's like that awkward stage <laughs> yep. where you have no lift and you're starting a blackout process on your chrome. You're not and you proud of some things. Casey's on the yep. bumper and a roof rack and it's just like bone stock otherwise and yep. a black grill with all chrome wheels you, and stuff. You were it's so cool yeah. Yep. You know what? Everything's got to go through its stages. Right. Yeah. Yep. But it, it turned out pretty, pretty cool. We had a... Ended up with, uh, I don't know, was it 315, 75s, got from, uh, from Mike, and... I don't know, it was looking cool. You uh, modified a winch bumper that we drove to, like, literally middle of nowhere, 
Like, I feel like there's a pattern here. Yep. Why has everybody bought tires from Mike? That's a that's total off road podcast <laughs> trends. We've had like what two guests now and five two, episodes, yeah, and everybody's guests, bought a set of tires. Both of them have bought. Well, it's because Mike can't make up his fucking mind, and <laughs> <laughs> Mike likes to spend only, money. So. Only on tires. Yeah. We, By the way, Mike's here. Yep. Right. Hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Mike in studio. I never said that. Hey Mike, guys. I never said that Mike's so funny wasn't here. So I mean, nobody knew. Nobody knew. Right. He, we're just gonna talk shit about him, but it's better because we're talking quick, shit to him now. Quick yeah. interlude. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Talk shit about me because I don't have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. Uh, so back to the, the shit talking. Short, yeah, <laughs> short uh, note on that. Mike, so funny. You know, super producer. Mike, so funny. Wasn't here. <laughs> super producer. You gotta throw that. He's, has to be. he's upper management. He can come and go as he wants to. You know. But uh, he was off um, aligning Shane's Yukon. Oh we'll yeah. We'll get into that later. But that's we'll where that. that's where the super producer was at. But he's here now. I'm very thankful for our super producer. Making sure we don't mess so, up. Uh, so what happened to this? So we got the super clean. It ended up getting what we we did some winch bumper stuff. I think you came up one winch time. Winch bumper, you, some tube for the bumper. Yeah, I had an awesome idea for uh, you know you get a lot of the stinger bars on some of these trucks where they you look at them from the front and they have the angry eyes. So <laughs> I came with an idea of literally we went out drinking all night on Saturday. Had to leave at like nine in the morning on Sunday. We roll back up. I'm driving Ian's truck. Pull into the driveway at like probably. Five in the morning and I'm like okay well I guess well next time I come out we'll do the bumper and he was like mm, nope mm, start right now <laughs> oh, true from, story from true drinking story. heavily to sleep on the 30 minute drive home and then woke up after like a 30 minute nap he's like I'm get this knocked out starting to like the clouds are it's, it's no, about it to rain. It was raining. It yeah. was raining. It was raining. Okay, so he knows the truck oh, in the boy. garage. Do you I'm like, when you okay. Had that kind of ambition? Yeah, I yeah. need to get some of that yeah. back. So I burn it all up on everybody else's shit. <laughs> oh, and now here I am with a half ass finished buggy. The dude built a, a truggy in like oh, I don't four know. years. Well, he's had like five vehicles. I so I mean, that's the thing. You, they go, they come and they go. This they, one's stuck around for some reason, probably because it doesn't move on its he own. He started more really projects than any of us have had. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> the key, <laughs> the key is the start. There, we've nailed the word of start. Yes. All right. Now, if you could but just finish one, I do awesome. remember because I we nailed. So yeah, we were slinging tube. You were slinging you, tube. I, I went to sleep. I'm like, I'm getting vision. some rest. I got to drive three hours home. I went to this sleep. Was, woke back up at eight. Came out. You were setting the last weld, and you're like, "All right, I guess we'll throw some paint on this." And paint. I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like we redneck you were up powder coated like that. welding this yep. thing up in the dark with just the one car so, garage light yep. on. It got Jeez. eyeballed. Like, yeah, hold it, it got eyeballed to where like I'm measuring it, and it's like dead. The fuck because on. we were very specific. <laughs> it was very specific on when that bar came up and back down yep. that we wanted to clip just enough of the headlight to not block the. The oh, high beams or the low, and it's just the top corner to where it gave it a little. And the worst part about that front end is it's so square and symmetrical that you can't. It's I mean, if it's round, you had a little you know wiggle room. Yeah, mm-hmm. you looked at that you square, and there are so many square symmetrical lines that it had to be Jeez. dead nuts. You nailed on. it. It was nice, and we painted it, and it's like I'm painting it as he's backing out the driveway, kind of a thing. And drove right. I looked it over, and I'm like, is it starting to drizzle at this point? Yep. So we're spray canning it with drizzle. Yep. Dr- that's, how you, that's how you do it. Officially, we had to. Right. We were on a time schedule, so then I just floored it on the way home to air dry. Air was dry it out. Right, looked great. It did. Uh, and then what happened? Oh well, I mean, as soon as I got it, pretty much where we needed it. Uh, drove it to work one day. Came out after I came back to the shop after being gone for a few hours, and I'm like, "Where's my truck?" 
or calling oh. the guys at the shop. I'm like, did you move my it truck? Was, seriously, is that close? It was. Yeah. In the the in, paint wasn't even dry on the bumper. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the day that I got oh, back, but oh. it was like you know a couple months oh, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was like, no, oh, it wasn't like the next no. day. No, no, no. <laughs> but it yeah, was pretty I drove quick that, to it because there was not very many pictures of that bumper. I like the only time the only time I saw it in the daylight was you driving away, so you couldn't even like stand back and go hell yeah let me admire this work because you right. didn't have time you had to leave. Sorry, I interrupted that. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Yep, you came uh, to work. Yeah, I <laughs> called the guys at the shop. I'm like, did you move my truck? Are you screwing with me? And he's like, oh, he's like, I'm like, somebody stole my truck. And he was like, stop fucking with me. He's like, you're fucking with me. I'm like, uh, no, I'm hanging up. Bye. Someone stole my shit and. Sure enough, we checked the cameras. Some two guys rolled in with a stolen car, pried the door open, broke the broke the steering column <laughs> open, started it up, drove it away. I guess they thought it was hot shit. I mean, it was just a clapped out 350, but yeah. you know, with long tubes and some custom Dude. exhaust that Ian rigged up. It used to be a we, exhaust stack. That's a but, yeah, that was a good. Well, that was a <laughs> we we were talking about this on your drive down here on the on the kind of game plan. And I feel like you stopped. I don't even know how many shops you stopped at, but like you stopped at like every exhaust. It's almost like you pulled off the interstate. I think every I went to four exit. shops. To get all the exhaust pipe adapters. Right. I drove the opposite direction before I paid. So I went away from your house, away from my house, probably 20 miles to get adapters for this because it went from. You started with the stack. We had the stack. We had the five inch turned down we, we like bullhorn we stack. Gonna put the, we, did, we did start this with we did some dumb shit back in the day. We did some stuff that was. Let's go run uh, it down. So you had Headman shorties, off-road wide pipe, and then the three inch pipe. Went to an SLP loudmouth one resonator. We flared the ends of it, put a three and a half to four inch adapter on that, and then we put a four inch adapter to five inch adapter on that, and then we had the five inch bull hauler stack lay on its side, dumped right before the axle on a short two door truck. Yeah, fuck. There's pictures. Been more obnoxious, and also we must find the photo. There there are pictures. Actually, there's a video on YouTube still. If you literally type in. Shane's blazer. It's like the second video. It's me coming down the street. You can after hear we him before you can see him down the block. And, and then he just that link. Yeah. So we did that. Shane's blazer. But that's probably, they probably, I mean, especially, when, you know, if they saw it driving gears, you're not. 456 you're not a is and worn driver. out 33 is like, yeah. it, it moved okay. I mean, it wasn't it, it quick by good, any means. But it, I mean, to somebody that doesn't really know their shit. Right. I mean, I it. We found it. The, uh, from, from Brendan? Uh, I, I think, uh. Squeaky something, squeaky. Oh, there I don't know. Oh, he sorry. posted it. It's the fourth video down now. Oh, sorry. We're losing ground. Wow. Yeah, losing ground. We'll have to tag do that. I, in do the, I totally want to just play this right now? You don't want to play it right now. No, 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 it's, no, it's bad. You know, I you're gonna want to listen to that on your own time, <laughs> right? And we'll link it so you can because it's that good, but it's that bad. You don't want to hear it on I your do. car speakers I or do. your <laughs> headphones, right? Now. Right. Yeah. It you need to put a disclaimer like, attention all headphone users. Turn volume down now. They're about to do. Bad things. But he's right. If you look up Shane's Blazer, yes, it's the fourth video down on YouTube. Well, it is so awesome. at time, it, it's it's got 611 views at time of recording. And it's Let's see. Blazer two part. Nine so years there's old. that one. If you that's the end. That's, that's the, the end, end of the video. You got to scroll down to like Shane, the seventh one. Shane's and that's Blazer exhaust. Shane's Blazer's exhaust is the 
clip you should click on. It only has 359 views. We'll bump People that. get suckered into the clicking on that first one. It's yep. me making a U-turn. Uh, but, it's not as good as the full pull down, like three city blocks going by the house. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. I'm watching so that So we got the Epic exhaust. It's cool. It gets stolen. What happens then? Uh, well, they find it. Uh, talk to the detective. I know the guy I've wrapped his car before. I'm like, give me the details on where and what was up with it. And uh, reluctantly gave me the information. I'm like, I'm not driving, you know, go by and do my own investigating here. But uh, they found the truck sitting on the brakes, no bumpers, no roof rack, no stair, had a full sound system in it. All that was gone. Took the engine out. Uh, just sitting on the brakes. The new wheels and tires I just bought for Mike, gone. Uh, that bumper you made, gone. So it's, I don't know, they found it. It's pretty much, it was a, probably the cleanest vehicle strip I've seen they undid all the connectors. The only thing under the hood that, that was the messed that up blew my mind. Who right. unplu- who steals somebody's shit? They strips s- it and stole it unplugs it because they wanted to put it in whatever they had. That, you know, they that's had. what makes us think and believe that honestly, they thought the engine was hopped up. Because right. why would you unplug this shit? You're you were going to use that engine, but, yeah. and it's a damn. The small only thing block, they cut so. was the heater TDI. hose. Yeah, but they don't. They don't know. They don't know. They ain't gonna sit there and check it out. The only thing they cut was a heater The only thing they cut was a heater hose. They took the. They unbolted the radiator and took that out. The only thing that injured that truck is missing is the complete engine and the radiator. If I put a new TBI three fifty in there, I could drive the truck. Wow. Can you imagine the disappointment on these thieves when they put this like supposedly hot motor and whatever? It was slower. Clapped out 200,000 yes. mile TBI 350 with like three quarters. It was only 189,000, yeah. but I wore the piss out of that. <laughs> it had a hard, hard, hard miles, if anything. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, that's what you get. Don't steal people's shit. Yep. Right. Go Damn, buy your sucks. own shit. You feel so violated when somebody does that to you. Oh, I couldn't even yeah. imagine. Oh, it was, it, 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 it freaked me out a little bit. My wife was like, Holy crap, like, I had paycheck stubs in the glove box. Like, they knew oh, how much man. I made. They had yeah. my address. And, you know, so it's like. That's the stuff that was, you don't yeah, We ended up getting an yep. you know, alarm for the house and just kind of, you know. You feel violated. Yeah. They might want to come back and. They can come back and get this hot lead through the forehead. They're going to get their upset you were about this. They're going to bring yeah. all of it back and put it in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Take your TBI shit back. I would have been like, don't want to put this engine back yes. in and keep driving this every day because hey, that was my daily. We would have came down uh, and helped you with that. That would have been an so awesome moment. When but. that, So when that happened and you lost your daily, what what was the replacement? Uh, well, I was driving our company HHR, got panel, God help me. Uh, and then the <laughs> insurance company. That's a little car for you. Huh? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And the insurance company drug it out for two months to pay me because Jeez. they were trying to make it to where, oh, well, he, he set up his vehicle, could get stolen. I'm oh, like, yeah. bro, it, it wasn't me. Yeah, set that Long up real story. good. Yeah. All, that, all that so you could pay me 4500 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, they said, after you buy it back, we'll give you $1,800. I'm oh. like, what am I going to buy, a shell? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So they were like, well, if you can prove it's worth more, I'm like, okay, give me an yep. email. I'll prove you wrong. Yep. Yep. Ended up paying me 6600 bucks for it. That's a start. After I bought it back. That's better. That's a lot better. Like, that's the thing, like... I mean, insurance companies, they do this to, you know, that's their thing. That's, that's what the they job. Do. It's like buying yeah. and selling a vehicle. Right. You're not going to yeah. walk in and pay top dollar. Top You're going to try to get a deal for right. it. But that's the same how insurance time, like works. the way I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so, and we had this with, with, with the wife when she, when she was getting ready to get her payment for hers. And I was like, if they offer you X amount of dollars for that, and granted it was an old car. Like if they don't if they don't offer you X amount of dollars for that you tell them no and yeah. call, have them call me. You can, I'm gonna tell them you can negotiate that. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna tell them how 
I've been a customer with them for 15, 20 years, you know, with how X amount of, you know, I got a ton of vehicles. Like, let me, let me just add that up for the last 15 years, how much I paid you. I think you can give me more than a couple grand. Yep. Like, and never had an accident. Never had a claim. So you end up buying it back. So you bought it back? Bought it back. Bought a 5.3 Texas Speed cam kit, long tubes, a ton of shit. And then I sold it all and bought an O3 (laughs) 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 Yukon. Because I said to myself, man. I'm still driving this HHR panel. I don't have time to build a truck in a weekend, yes. so let me just tuck my uh, my two door down at my uncle's house. Got some property. Uh, his dad's got a '66 Riviera just Rest rotting in away in the R. woods. R. So I figured, uh, let's just put, hey, you got space next to your other rotting car. Let me just put we'll that just, blazer down there. We'll just put it down there for a couple months. It's while getting I get things I do, on it. Though. I told him. It'll be there for no more than one year. He said, okay, this is about six years ago. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I told Mike that my Jeep would be at his place for a weekend. How many uh, months was that? It's been about 45 days. Okay, you were some, <laughs> so two months? That's not bad. We're not even close to done. <laughs> we're, we're still racking up storage. We'll touch on that at the end of the podcast. Right. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I got my Yukon uh, 03 SLT all-time all-wheel drive. You know what? Honestly, my wife's like, let's go look at it because it was right at the dealership down the street, 70,000 miles. It was fairly clean. It had oxidation on the hood and the roof, but I'm like, she's like, let's go drive it. I'm like, man, I really hate how these look. <laughs> Why would I buy this? <laughs> and I don't know. It it started to grow me a little bit. He was like, you want to go through the you know, salesman's like, oh, let's get you in finance. And I was like, nah, this thing's ugly. I'm like, would you drive it? Look, it's missing paint on the fucking roof and the hood. Like, are you going to drive this thing? Seriously. I'm like, I, don't tell me yeah, because I know you're lying. You're lying. And uh, he was like, well, what if we have it fixed? And I'm like, if you repaint the roof and the hood and fix a bunch of stuff that's wrong with it. Oh, God, then, it was uh, ugly. Right. It had the, the vent the vent deflector above the sunroof. And who, just, who just handed me a phone that went through Instagram? I, I was mind blown when I, <laughs> I got the picture that you were looking at. Maybe you had just bought it or something. When you, but, man, I was like, what the hell? Oh, like, my God. It was it's the it's transformation. Odd. How old was, was this post? I love it. You December. guys you guys go check out Shane.Noss. We page. need to post this transformation because oh that, that yeah, it's a, it's a night thing. and day. Yeah, like, not, not even that. Not like, even. Like, there's still more to go either. on what I'm doing to it. Yeah. So it's, Dude, yeah, that's yeah. Now you're really getting hot and heavy in it. Yeah, and we'll get into that. But I, Mike just handed me a phone here, and it has his Instagram pulled up, and it's a post from December 16th of 2019. So you can just scroll not too far back and find it, and it's a transformation photo, and it is impressive. Epic. So what do you right. got done to it? Back to because uh, <laughs> you've obviously done a couple things to it since oh, right. then, right? Lowered four six. Uh, Oh, exhaust, just, I still have, I have the long tubes and off-road ca- off-road Y-pipe, so that's still coming. There's a, I have a whole, like, half of my garage of parts, uh, but currently, yeah, just the 4.6 drop. We've got helper bags in the back, uh, cat-back exhaust, center exit <laughs> exhaust. We get uh, my buddy across the street from me, he's uh, trying to get into fabricating. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll fab you up some stuff, you know, let's practice. I'm like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Here, you know, you got 40 exhausted. hours and all these fab projects. You know, the first fab project I gave him, and uh, we did a 3-inch to split 4-inch 
dual pie cut stainless turndowns uh, center exit exhaust on the truck. It's awesome. And it he's like, so well. it looks awesome. Like you see it from the back, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. What? <laughs> I'm like, what do you want for this? He was like, I don't know. I'm not super happy. He was one of the pie cuts. The last pie cut is literally off by like a degree. He's like, I'm not super happy with it. He's like, I just have it. I'm like, Here's twenty dollars and a and a twelve pack of PBR. He was like is it stainless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Oh, he's like, like, oh, here, I have it for free. Stainless. 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 Take that off and bring it to me. <laughs> can you, pol- you polish? You polish all up yes. real good. Oh okay. yeah. Can you imagine how good that looks? It's, it's welded it's, on, so it's it's it is welded on. Each pipe cut is ticked together, so it looks like it's you know it's a yep. fabricated tailpipe. It's beautiful. Center exit. It right looks in the rear. good like We've, it is, but it would look really good all polished when i have to get with him next week we're doing a uh, stainless pie cut uh, cold air intake mm-hmm. so that'll be the next one that'll be super cool i'm gonna yeah. smooth out the man the intake cover and uh probably wrap that the same oh yeah the truck's got a wrap on it i blacked out all the chrome the bumpers and the grill were all chrome it's all black now it's it got some lights on it some color change graphic yep. oh it's yeah it's gonna cost you extra money but do yourself a favor and find have you already got the pipe for the intake mm-hmm. oh okay well, he has all this. It's four inch stainless. He has, and then I have. I bought all the pie cuts from Stainless Brothers. Oh, if you, I was gonna say it'd be cool if you bought it all already polished. Eh. It's buy. pretty shiny, but it, it yeah. could use a polish. But but no guy, yeah, it's not full shiny. Yeah. No guy that touch it up. Fully polished, and then take it all together. Well, the thing is, if you polish it first, and then take it all after that, you won't take the color out when you polish it. You get all that beautiful yeah, yeah, color. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And oh. he's his, his fabrication <laughs> skills from when he did that tailpipe like a year and a half ago to now. Oh. It's so much better. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm still not perfect. I'm like, bro. Is he like, 10,000 hours? Yeah. Right. Uh, 10,000 hours? Oh, shit. Don't roll over here again. Uh, was, uh, he was joking. Yeah. I, he rolled his eyes, though. He did. He's doing yeah, He's Matt doing good it. stuff. He full-time at Boeing, and then he literally just fabs, and he's building his F-body in his spare time. But he's uh, he's working. It's He does awesome work. Can't wait to keep doing more stuff on this. I mean, the truck's... It's got a full sound system. All I have left is put a amp on all my highs and my mids. Uh, all the Hertz door speakers. Got MB Court four channel for the doors. Kenwood in dash backup camera. It's sa- it sounds subs. damn nice. Yeah. Yep. You can go through the list. It, it, the truck is not for everybody, and that's you know kind of the point. I don't. I'm a little outside the box. I like different things. Yep. I had a buddy who was working on my truck at the Jaguar dealership. He was doing. Uh, I think he did a. Uh, he did. What do you, I don't know what he did on it. I think the wheel bearings in the front one day. I dropped it off before I went to work. Went to work, came back, and he had it done. He's like, oh, yeah, a lot of the techs are, you know, ragging on your truck. And I'm like, good. I didn't build that fucker for them. I didn't them. build it to make <laughs> them. Like, if, if I built it for everybody, to, you know, every Joe Schmo to like it, I would have triple blacked it and left it stock height with, like, 22s. And then yep, it would have been perfect. generic yep. all-black block, like, what fun is that? So yeah, exactly. It is it is a awesome truck. I mean, I love it. Every time I talked about it to somebody or show them a picture and then I don't I don't think they get it until they see a picture and they go, "Oh." And then there's some that like, "Oh." I'm like, "Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. why you and I aren't friends." Right. Those well, that yeah, get it are I like I feel like yeah. I get a lot more people who are like, "Hmm, I don't know what to think about that." And that's fine. That's great. Yeah, I'm going that's down a different sure. path and that's kind of my thing when I started putting that truck together. I was like, I didn't see any Yukons online that I was like, this is like the awesome. One. I want to. I want to build that one. I want to build what somebody else has done. Yep. Right. And short of the only thing that I probably won't do that I would really like to do is that. I don't know what a better way to describe it. People hate the when you say it. A cat eye. 
Chevy oh, front end on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really like that front end on the yes. Yukons. A yep. lot of people, a lot of people do, but yeah. I think it yep. it just makes it look fucking tough. Oh, it does. Yep. And, it changes uh, the look of it completely. It yeah. That's, the, that's yep. the biggest thing about that about the GMC front end is it's just it's soft. Yeah. It doesn't have an aggressive sharp line yeah. edge, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, we're the we're actually adding uh, a splitter to the front. I have the lower chin spoiler below the valance, and then we're getting a a splitter as well. Uh, working on a rear diffuser. Stuff you don't see on trucks, especially not on an SUV. A brick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that kind of goes into the style and everything I'm going for. It fits but the truck. It's going to look so badass with yeah. the underglows and stuff. Yeah. It's too bad that you didn't tell me. I've got underglowing wheel lights in there. Yeah. But it's, uh, and I've also got cam, built trans, big converter, two step, long tubes, E fans. Awesome. Uh, all the all you know, awesome training bearing upgrade, the valve springs, everything's just sitting on the on a table waiting to to go in. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're doing so, our uh, power tour this year too. So, so yeah, so fun. that kind of brings us to the to the what's next section with the uh, hot rod power tour. So we have talked about this a little bit. Um, what's the plan for that this year? Uh, Ian and I and my buddy Nick from Cali doing power tour this year. That's why I'm trying to get as many projects on the truck done yep. as possible. That way, we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, that's going to be a hell of a time. It's going to be a good time. Dayton, Ohio, yeah. down to Indy, over to St. Louis, back up to Champaign, uh, home of the podcast. Yep. And then, I think from there, Newton, Iowa, or Des Moines, I should say, and then all the way to Madison, Wisconsin. Wow. So. It's gonna be a hell of a trip and a lot more confident than last time I did this. Yeah, we did a trans Yeah, I was gonna say this isn't your first time doing a long right. haul. Ten year anniversary when I went last time, but right in the Yukon, it should be a little more cush driving the. We're gonna have, we're gonna have AC hopefully. Hopefully the AC keeps working. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I plan on having that fully serviced <laughs> yeah. before we go. <laughs> nice so, and fresh and cool. Yeah, that's the plan. Sweet. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I can't wait. It's gonna be kind of neat too because we're going through some towns that we have. You know, people that live in that we know we can hang out. So it'll be kind of a neat to be like, yo, we're doing this thing and let's hang out with some people we know in the process too. So it'll be kind of fun. Ian, what important lesson did we learn last time Shane did the power tour? Um, well, there's a couple. There, I, the only, the biggest memory I take away from the last time we did this power tour, we met up with you and Hack over, and I don't know where this we met them up. Springfield, it was in Springfield. So they we went over, we went and hung out. I was in my '97 half ton that we've talked about that we used to wheel. So you kind of gives you an idea. It's not a damn street truck. Um, whereas in that, <laughs> you had your you had your Trailblazer SS at the time, right? It was Which still bone what, stock. Was then. it stock? Okay. Bone stock. I just remember the best memory with that side side tangent was being sideways on a dry entrance ramp to the interstate in a damn Trailblazer SS. That with all-wheel drive. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, is that all-wheel drive? And it was sideways on oh, the man. entrance ramp, dry. Like, yeah, it had some it had some ponies. Get you some. But, so it was stock then. It was still stock. Okay. Wow. So I don't know what his Trans Am had. It was just intake and exhaust. And okay. Same. So, again, we're not talking about high-horsepower shit here, but my truck, neither are we. So we get on. I think we got an interstate. We're going to go get some dinner. These two line up. Have a nice day. See you later. I'm like... I don't even know how old it was at the time, old enough to not know better. I'm like, I'm going to keep up with my pickup. Fuck. I think I caught up to them. They were damn, they're done with dinner. Dessert was served by the time I got to the restaurant. And I just like, I'm sitting there and I think somebody's riding with me. I'm like, 
What was was shit? I don't. That was that wasn't even a race. That wasn't even a race. They were gone, and uh, yeah, that's all I remember from that. So I don't know if that's where you're going. That's but exactly that's, where I that's was what going. I remember. Oh, it was man. like we're going to race our pickup. Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't even. Hell, I'd have had better luck going backwards. It was bad. <laughs> it was Vortec versus Vortec. I mean, oh, it was. The yeah, see, thing. I'm like, yeah. I got to, I got the same engine. We're good. I mean, yeah, we had Shoot. it was a. What was your truck? A 97? A 97. So, so 255 horse Vortec uh-huh. with some miles on it. Yeah. It went to 255 in 97. Yeah. All I of think those were uh, inflated numbers. Inflated Probably. numbers, yeah. It's two, fake it's 255 news. at the fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you go through the engine to the flywheel, it was, it was less. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was fun. I, I remember it. I mean, hell, that was, what was that, 10 years ago? It was 2010. Yeah. 10 years ago. Yep, good what's times. The, what's the TBSS make? Uh, it was, so it was a stock LS2. Um, Trailblazer SS made a little less horsepower than it did in a Corvette, so it was 390 okay. and 400 pound uh, yeah. torque. It had, I mean, always a good time. It sounds closer number to number, but I'm Doesn't telling know. you, in a full-size pickup Almost versus double. Trailblazer SS, we don't even talk about the Trans Am because that... Cheating, but uh, yeah, it's bad. I think the Trans Am actually has less horsepower. You guys oh, did, made, it had a yeah, lot so less. you guys sticker anyway. Later on in the power tour that year, we ended up going from uh, I think we were in Chattanooga and we decided, hey, screw it. They had if you bring in any E3 product, you got a dyno pull, one dyno nice. pull for free. We went and bought a three dollar lawnmower spark, spark plug, plug. yes, <laughs> gave the guy the spark plug, and he goes, okay, no. let's strap that bitch on the dyno. Wow. I'm like, okay. We made one pull and it was like two seventy at the yep. uh, at the wheels and I was like he's like man he's like that's pretty depressing and the guy and I was like you mind if I take your intake off and he took the the MAF off this on the U-Cop? grabs on no this is on the oh. the Trans Am oh the Trans Am okay he took the MAF sensor off. Grabbed his map sensor cleaner, sprayed the shit out of that, put it back on the dyno, 301 at the wheels. Wow. From cleaning the math off. I'm so like, he was handicapped in our drag race, too. That, oh, yeah. That's even more. 30 that's even wheel more, horsepower yeah. from cleaning the math. Clean your maths, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. That's instant yeah. power. Learned. I was I, I was shocked. Wow. I What's couldn't believe funny it. Is I, this brings me another side tangent, though, you and I are involved. I feel like you're the instigator. We have also Probably. unofficially raced... Uh, this was back when you had your Corvette and I had, it was a 2012 half ton and we decided to drag race those too. That did, uh, was, that wasn't as bad. I don't think it was as bad, yeah, but wait, it was wait. still shameful. Are you talking about when we were in the rain and Matt was, oh no, that was, uh, who had, who? that was, uh, TD's Yukon. Right. That brings us to, that'll that's be another, another episode. That's, that's another the slowest drag race, drag race You raced somebody's Duramax and you kept, were getting pissed because it was wet and they were blowing smoke on the Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, that was going on the Corvette. It's that it was Adam Barron in his LBZ. Uh, rest yeah. in peace truck. Yeah. Um, rest in peace truck. RIP. He, uh, thought it would be really funny that when we were rolling down Vermilion street in Danville, Illinois with the windows down and the top off on the car, just to get next to me and light it up, mm. like cover me Whoa. and Cole. It is funny until it's your car (laughs) (laughs) sure look good from the driver's seat yeah it looked good from back there where i was looking but (laughs) yeah seemingly we always end up racing why do you always have a faster car than me but i still want to race you in my he works for the government the government government money right on so where are we at with loki let's get a little update with loki uh loki is still sitting where it was last episode yep but we have plans uh, we have a game plan we do have a game plan so i'm gonna run off to the local u-pool uh try to find a harness that will suit Yep, engine harness, right? Yeah, engine harness. Yep. I, I'm guessing, so I've looked at their inventory. They don't have a 95. 
I don't know if I can use the 91 because I don't know what the specs are on it. Okay. So I got to run over there and check that out. Worst if, case scenario, you can just get a plug. Hopefully. Yeah. Worst, no, worst case scenario, I find one that has the same pins in the plug. Yep. And I just snag the wire I need. And then I clip it three inches up and solder it. Have you looked into just replacing no. the entire I mean, yes. bulkhead connector with like a new style sealed so bulkhead? That's part of the. That's part of what I was thinking about doing. Not uh, that it's cheaper. It may not be no, cheaper, but, but it's but probably better what to if prevent it. The vehicles didn't change a lot from '95 to 2001. Yep. They didn't change the body or anything. Yep. I'm wondering if I can't snag the entire bulkhead connector and fuse panel from like a 98 or 99 or 2000. So newer. Are those sealed yeah. on the Don't back know. side of the pin? Ain't been out there to look at it yet. But I'm going to get out there and look at it. Because obviously if it's corroded once, it's going to do it again. Yeah. So I'd hate to, you know. Mm, I'm going to seal it this time if it's not sealed. That would work. Yeah. Cool. And then I found some connectors on eBay, which might be another option. Yep. But uh, I checked with Painless. That's not a thing. So they don't have. I don't remember. The, I think the last yeah. time we talked about it on here, we were talking about maybe somebody has to make one. I looked up online the forums from back in like 12 and 13. People were talking about it, and they were like, well, you can buy an engine harness from the dealership, but it costs more than the vehicle's worth. I was like, well... You don't it's know how much I've invested in this vehicle. <laughs> do you know how much this yeah. paperweight costs? This thing do you is have a problem, though? Price. Can you use a 96 or newer harness on I don't that? Because I feel like that's probably going to be a big what? potential. I mean, go, oh, once go OBD2, that. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole yeah. different kind. I didn't even think about I was that. Telling, but, yep. So I was talking to Matt You're on the welcome. phone. And I was telling Matt that. I was like, maybe I can use a 96 and newer harness, and I can just swap the whole thing to OBD2. I'll change the fuse block underneath and the dash, whatever. I feel like, like that's way too much. Oh, here goes not Matt. Really. Matt, Matt rolled back over. He, he is you angry do now. Absolutely <laughs> not want to do that. Why not? The juice is going to be worth the squeeze. Okay, get back into that microphone there. Come back over here and justify what? you rolling so, across on, the room. Let me, let me give you a backstory real quick on an XJ. They didn't change anything. The engine is the same, the transmission is the same. Everything. Is the same in a '98. Oh, local Mike, So hopefully yeah. Michael can enlighten me that they put some sensors on that I don't know about. Well, they definitely had to have added some sensors because like it was what? just mandated. I'm not sure. I'm not going to try to figure Cam it out. Position sensor. OBD2 had like hundreds of codes, whereas OBD1 yes. had like 12. Yeah, right. So the computer is completely different. Worthless. It doesn't even have the the older computer doesn't even have the capability to produce those codes. So it's got to be a 100 percent right. different system. So to say that you're going to swap to OBD2. Sure, if you got an ECM and all the wiring. No, no, yeah, I would, I would take everything from the vehicle. Oh, everything. Everything. What as long as the engine's the same. Yeah, not no. I would change everything. Yeah, if, and if I find a coming four-liter. up on next week, Steve will be building a tube buggy. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to my life. You folks. would need some new sensors, probably. Yes, yeah. this is I how will, it works. It yeah. starts with one so wire. I figured. Right. Just one wire. One wire. And now you're building a tube buggy. Does this anybody is have how an LS RL sixty E? Hey, we can get you one. So oh, uh, that's the thing. I'm gonna go out the to the U pole. They got a few of those different vehicles out there, different uh, ages, and I'm just gonna look and see what I can see. See what we can come up with. That's cool. the first thing. I ordered some parts the other day, and when I say parts, I literally mean a piece of aluminum plate. To You're mount my man. radiator, but it's the last piece to mount the radiator, so yeah. I just need to cut that, break that, weld it, and I'm then excited the to see that done. done. I feel like that right there alone will make give you some more motivation. No, I just need to get back on it. That's my problem. I so haven't really, touched like anything on this. We so go out there to do it. We're gonna go start on something. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we're gonna get started back on the buggy cool. here in the uh, next day or two. Now that the damn studio's done for the thirteenth time and everything's lined out for the podcast, so right. I stumbled uh, across something the other day and I wanted to ask you about it. Yep, um, and it is ballistic fabs. Shave 14 bolt. Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about it. 
Oh, well, okay. Well, that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided I want to talk about it because I built the steer 14 yep. for the front of the truck. Listening. I have the 14 bolt in the rear. And uh-huh. you know what I didn't do on either one of them? Listening. Shave the 14 bolts. You know like, what? You know why? You know what? Though? I don't know. Ignorance. But you know what, though? You can do it later. They're just I mean, bolted in. Yeah, that's the thing. Their kit is, I believe their kit's the one that it's the least amount of fab work because it just bolts. It's Yeah, because it's built into the cover. And mm-hmm. so you end up shaving. I don't know. It's been a while since I've researched it. But the, there's somebody, and it may be theirs, that it's a lot easier than going through machining the bottom of the diff, welding a plate on, and then you have to get into machining your ring gears. Yeah. To clearance that on, shave for this kit or no? No, okay. I don't know specifically, but there's a kit that mm-hmm. you gain like an extra, I don't know, quarter inch, half inch, whatever. Which we're talking gain, gain a half inch is a half inch on a 14 bolt, but no. on top of somebody else's shave. So but look at this, gain an additional two inches of ground yeah. clearance. Well, yeah, because the the if you look at a 14 bolt, the flange right. where the diff cover bolts on is like an inch and a half two inches tall and it doesn't even need to be half of that so this is not the kit you're thinking of it's less fab work they have your additional options pre-turned ring and pinion set yeah so they've already shaved most it down have different levels kit. it's like level you know i don't know level one is uh-huh. like you shave the I 14 bolt kind of how do i shave the 14 bolt all the way to the you carrier? need to go to a 13 bolt is what you got to do you get a third you oh, shave yeah. that 14th bolt and that's where you get your like couple inches of ground clearance that's what they did here it's um, a lot of work well, that's what they did here is it shaves that, yeah, and then you, yeah. they got a whole new cover for it and yep. everything. That's I mean, the nice thing is I can pull the axles out and do it right. later on, which is kind of probably why I didn't do it, but I ignorance, I should have done it originally. I don't see why anybody wouldn't do this. And I don't know the, so if anybody's listening to this and they want to enlighten me, yeah. shoot me a message, because I would like to know more about this uh, shaving a 14 fab. bolt, because yeah. I'm planning at some point to go oh, up to a 14 there's plenty bolt. of videos out there. It's just... I, was, I saw it on Instagram. I, I was just scrolling through and they had a video up, and like the dude like took... They cut it off there with like a bandsaw or whatever. And so it was like a perfect, perfect piece yep. of the 14 bolts in there. And he just kind of like knocked it off the top. And I was That's like, so satisfying. Wow. You're like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> cool. Look how short it is. Yeah. And then I saw one underneath the vehicle. I was like, wow. Yeah. I don't know. So, I'm going to do it eventually. It's just one of those, like, I got a whole bunch of other shit that I need to do first. Yeah. yeah. But eventually I'm just going to ram that fucking diff over all kinds of stuff. And then when you get hung up on the diff, LS power. LS power. LS and stickies. power. And stickies. <laughs> and then next week, we break drive shafts. Uh, all right. Don't be so well, negative. You guys can find us. You can find Shane at Shane.Noss. That's N-O-S-S. And you can find Matt at Matt's Pitchers. And you can find me at LowKeyXJ. You can find Ian at Offroad underscore Ian. You can find Mike at Mike's So Funny. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, Total Offroad Podcast. Our Total Offroad Podcast on Instagram. And we're going to get out of here. So we'll catch you guys on the trail. Bye.